You were tuned in to Studio22Live.tv, podcast episode number six. Studio22Live. Studio22Live.tv podcast where we discuss valuable topics, interview amazing people, sharing their stories and valuable lessons learned to educate, empower, and impact lives across the world. Welcome back to Studio22Live.tv podcast. I'm your host, Fred Fitzgiles, and the topic that we're going to be talking about today, dealing with relationships, we're going to talk about something that really was not talked about today, and that is chivalry. A lot of you probably don't know what it is. A lot of young people don't know what we're talking about, but the question of today is going to be, is chivalry dead or alive? What is chivalry? Well, chivalry is, you know, doing those things that a man's supposed to do. It started way back in the medieval times when it was just chivalrous to be able to just open a door for a lady. If you were walking outside with her and there was a puddle on the ground, you would lay your coat on the ground. And, you know, when you go pick up a girl today, you, know, you make sure you go knock on the door. You don't just blow the horn. Things, these things of that nature. So we have some special guests that we're going to introduce. I'm also going to introduce you to my two co-hosts today and our special guests. And we're going to have a really, really good time. You're really going to love this show. You're going to want to download this and keep this show because we're going to be talking about chivalry. Is it a lost art? Is it still happening? I reached out to a couple people, just asked that question on Facebook recently, and they, some people say, yes, it's alive. Some people say, no, it's not alive. Some people say, in my household, it's alive. But we're going to be talking about that on today. But before we get started, we always like to start the show off on a high, funny note. So, yes, next up is our joke of the week. <laughs> this one's called, My Daughter is Your Reward. Once there was a millionaire who collected live alligators. He kept them in the pool in the back of his mansion. The millionaire also had a daughter who wasn't that beautiful, but she was single. One day he decides to throw a huge party, and during the party, he announces, My dear guests, I have a proposition to every man here. I will give $1 million and my daughter to the man who can swim across this pool full of alligators and emerge alive. As soon as he finished his last word, there was a loud splash. And there was one guy in the pool swimming with all that he could and screaming out of fear. The crowd cheered him on as he kept stroking and kept stroking as though he was running for his life. Finally, he made it to the other side with only a torn shirt and some minor injuries. The millionaire was impressed. He said, my boy, that was incredible, fantastic. I didn't think it could be done. He said, well, I must keep my end of the bargain. Do you want my daughter or the million dollars? And the guy says, listen, I don't want your money, nor do I want your daughter. So the millionaire says, well, why not? What do you want? He says, I want to know the person that pushed me in that pool. <laughs> and that's our joke of the day. Next up is our birthday shout outs. And I want to give a special shout out to a guy who actually helped us on our first project. Very instrumental. Happy birthday to Mr. Neil Carr all the way down in Atlanta. Also, Ms. Shayna Osborne, Tanika Miller, Ebony Barnes, Latasha Nickens, Tamara Varela, my girl down in D.C., Iva Avey, Donald Sparks, Henny Henson, 
Lindy Bullock McCoy, Debbie Sparks Lammy, Keisha Rivers up in Comcast, my man David Lee, Michelle Nash Mitchell, and last but not least, Yvonne Phelps and Bishop Freddie Washington. Happy birthday from Studio22Live.tv. A couple weeks ago, we talked about the relationships. And the topic today is, is chivalry dead or alive? And I am excited to be able to introduce, I got a full house tonight on the line. We're going to be introducing my guests, my special guests that I have tonight. And there's two people right now that I'm going to introduce to you that's part of my production team. There are also are going to be now co-hosting with me on the show. And let me just tell you a little bit about them. The first gentleman is a gentleman who is my brother. And I've been knowing this gentleman since I was a little young guy. We used to work together a long time ago. And you know how you have people in your life that um, you meet, and they might not be your blood, but it doesn't matter. They are blood all the way through. This gentleman, I just love this guy, and I'm telling you, he has been there. Every time, every idea that I've had since we were 16 years old, he's always been there to support me. He's always been there. We're, we're, we're a family. You understand what I'm saying? We have a very, very close bond. This gentleman, he's a, he's a masterful musician. We used to rap back in the day, and now uh, we have grown up. You know, I'm 44 years old. He's a little bit older than me, <laughs> but it's all good. But he, <laughs> but I'm just glad to be able to have him bit, on the show, right? He's a little bit older, and his name is Larry Daniels and I'm so glad to have you on the show with me today Larry thank you sir thank you thank you and uh, the next gentleman, he is, he is, listen, I met this guy a couple years ago. And you're talking about someone who, you know, there's some people that rub you the wrong way. This guy knows how to rub you, but it's all good because he is the most, he's funny, he's entertaining, and he also is a really, really great friend of mine. He helps me to keep me straight. He always looks out for me, and we have built a bond over the last couple of years. He's a former boxer, kind of retired, but he can still fight. And it's all good, but he also is he's very, very wise. And I see motivational speaking. He may not see it, but I see motivational speaking in his future. I want to introduce to some and to present to others across the world, all of our listeners, Mr. Damon Adams. Damon, welcome to the show, man. Hey, man, you're right. I am very, very wise. You're right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> As y'all can see, you already know what to expect on this show. Uh, Larry and Damon both are also helping me to uh, kind of put this thing together. We started off in November, and they've been there right from the beginning uh, to help me conceptualize the show. And we're still coming up what we need to come up with, um, but they've been very instrumental in just being able to be the go-to guys to help me push this thing forward. And the last guest I have, I've been knowing this woman even before she was born, to tell you the truth. And she is the female representation tonight. Um, she is also an incredible poet. She is an author. She is an actress. Matter of fact, Damon was an actor, too, in our movie, Found. And she was an actress as well. And even Larry had a part in there, didn't you, Larry? You had a part in the movie there, too, right? But, yes, I did. Yeah, man. I did. <laughs> and, uh, but, but, but Frida Camille is my sister. I love her very, very much. She is so talented. She's inspirational. She's motivational. And I'm glad to have you to represent as we talk about chivalry tonight. Welcome to the show, Frida Camille. Thank you, thank you. I'm glad to be here tonight. Excellent. Excellent. All right, guys, we got a full house tonight. So here's the question I'm going to pose to you, Larry. First of all, we're going to go ahead and jump right into this thing. Chivalry. Okay. And when people talk about chivalry, and, uh, you know, we're all kind of around the same age. Damon's like the youngest of the crew. But is chivalry dead or alive for today from a relationship standpoint that you feel and from a point where you can just do it for a total stranger, whether it be opening the door? Do you think that it's, it's dead or alive today? Well, I think... I think that it's, um, I wouldn't really say it's dead or alive. I would say it's going extinct. 
that's what I would say. I would say it's going extinct, and I would say that because of the times, because it's not it's not necessary or it's not relevant. It's not 100% relevant like it used to be. Mm-hmm. So I, I see it's going extinct. How about yourself, Larry? Well, I um I don't know if I agree with the... I agree and, and disagree. And I think, you know, it's it's one of those things where maybe it's not extinct, but it is sorely lacking uh, in, in today's uh, society. I mean, if you think back to, you know, when to our, our parents and our grandparents and, and even further back, this was, you know, not, this was not only an expectation, it, it was a way of life. This, this, was, this, was, the, this was how it was. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't, it, it, a woman never had to, you know, instinctively she would, she would stop knowing that the, the gentleman would open the door. Instinctively, whenever they pulled up at a, a restaurant or, or a store or what have you, she would instinctively stay in the car knowing that the gentleman would get out of his side, come around, and open the door for her. Uh, yeah, she would do that because it was his car. It wasn't hers. She has her own car now, and she can open her own door, and she's probably used to open her own door now because she has her own car. And I think it was that way because of the time. That's why I say it's going extinct. It's going extinct because just like a saber-toothed tiger or just like the dinosaurs, nature selected them for extinction. And that's what's happening with the times now to where chivalry is being selected to go away because we're more and more equal. So we gotta, if we talk about chivalry, we have to talk about chauvinism, too, because that's exactly what it is just on the flip side. Go ahead. But if we're doing that, then, we, then let's take it a step deeper. Okay, fast forward to, the, to you know, modern day. Okay, granted, back in the day, uh, women, they didn't have certain things, and so, you know, this is how, this is why things happened the way that they did. Okay, but that has nothing to do with the, um, you know, some of the old-fashioned ways as far as courting a, a woman, as far as, as far as you know, marrying a woman. You know, it was the expectation oh. that the gentleman get the father's approval before moving forward. It was the expectation that you're below. Well, no before, when you got this approval, most of the time you were taking her out of her father's house. And a lot of times you didn't have sex before that. That's why you have to adjust for the time. Now she lives on her own. You're not taking her from her father's house. And you had sex. There was no need to ask her father. You ask her father, can you have sex? Or you ask her father, can you? There's no need for that anymore. But what we're doing is we're talking, we're, we're, we're talking about what was versus what is. And the one thing that, you know, that if we want to circumvent that and go completely beyond that, then we have to get into the, the human nature of a, of a woman. And regardless to what a woman has in terms of her physical assets, her money, her status, regardless to any of that, every woman, every woman on the planet wants and needs to be to, to feel a certain way. They, they, they need to feel special. We're, we're going into a and Now we're talking about the social part of it. We're talking about the social part and making her feel good. That's a different thing. The difference is, is it, is it necessary? It's not necessary. It's not necessary. Well, they, it was done before because the premise is that you're weaker than me. That's why I'm opening the door for you. That's exactly why I'm carrying your back for you because you're weaker, because it's not going to hurt me to do it because I'm stronger. So this is, this is the premise of it. Now, we fast forward today and we go past women's lives to equality. Now, is it necessary? Now, the only benefit is to make a woman feel good. That's it. 
Now you got to ask, well, do I just do I need to do that? Let me let me jump in wow. real quick because we actually have a woman here, <laughs> Frida Camille, right. and you hearing this, and and both guys are making good points, but is chivalry needed? Yes. Why so? In in my situation, I feel that it's it's not just something that makes you per se feel good, quote unquote, but I think it's it's really good in the sense of making a woman feel respected. Um, I understand the whole. You, I may be weaker than you and you're stronger, but it, it, it gives a woman the sense of security that her man cares about her. He respects her and he loves her. For me, I'm an independent woman. I'm single. I, you know, I, I don't, um, I do my own thing, but if I'm going out on a date and I've done this several times, I've walked to the door and I will have my hands being broke all night. Like my hands are broke. I can't reach for the door and I do it on purpose because if I don't show you what I expect, you're not going to give it to me. Maybe because of like Damon saying, in a sense, some people think that it's not necessary, but it, it really is for the sense of respect. I, I believe that. To that point, I, I mean, I'm thinking when I talk to my boys, I talk to them about treating a, a woman a certain way. And you make sure that when you're taking that woman out, you open the door for her. And that's people that you're in a relationship with. But the other thing is, you can be chivalrous to a total stranger, too. Exactly. When I go into the store, it's amazing you go into the store and you walk through the door and then, you know, you, you, whether you could be coming out and then a woman about to come in. You can see her. You see her ahead. You can see her walking from the gas pump. And you know a woman is approaching you. And if a woman is approaching you, the chivalrous thing to do would be to open the door for her. Now, to Damon's point, he's saying that it's not needed. But if I don't do that, one woman will look at you like, I am not expecting you to open the door for me. Right. Another woman will look at me like, oh, my I God. I can't believe you didn't open that door for me. Yeah, absolutely. And then once you, yeah, and once is, you do it. This is my, and, I, and, and this is not a personal thing because I think that we're bordering on the social expectations. And the social expectations, and especially in certain generations, which we all come from, you do a certain thing. So you do a certain thing because that's what you did. Now, in general, is it necessary? I'm talking about the, the, the natural progression of the word or the action because it is an action. So this is what's happening now. What's happening now is that chivalry is not what it was 50 years ago. And the reason it's not what it was 50 years ago is because it's not as necessary as it was 50 years ago. You did a certain thing 50 years ago. You don't do that certain thing 50 years later. A chivalrous thing to do would be if I'm going on a date and I go to pick the woman up and I come to your house and knock on your door and walk you to the car and open the car door. Now, none of us are going to do that today because you're not even going to pick a woman up for a date. You're meeting at the place. And that is a safety social thing that is 2014-15 today. That's not 1950. 1950, that would have never happened. I've got a question here from Frida. I forgot. <laughs> got a question? <laughs> um, oh, I know what I was going to say. I'm sorry. So, so my question is this. Okay, 50 years ago, Chivalry was expected. 50 years later, um, you're saying that it's not expected in, in general, socially. No, no, no. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that chivalry 50 years ago is not chivalry today. Okay. That's what so, I'm saying. Because if we're going on a date, my, my previous example, if we're going on a date, 90% of the time, the woman I'm going on a date with has a car just like me. And she's meeting me at the place because she don't want me to know where she lives on, on going out on the first couple of dates. 
I understand. I do get that. Um, what I was going to ask was, do you think that if it's something that's taught, that it still should be expected today in society? Like, I have a 16-year-old son, and because he respects me, he knows that when we go to the store, like Fred was saying earlier, we open the door, he's going to open the door for me. He's going to make sure that um, I don't have to open the door you know, not necessarily is he going to walk me to the car door and open my car door, but there's times where he does it. And I think he does it just out of respect. And I think it's the way I think some people choose to do certain things based upon the way people carry themselves. So if you have a woman that is very independent and you know, she's not going to let you pick her up. She's going to meet you at the spot because she drives the same ride that you drive and she makes the same amount of money as you. For me, if, if I'm dating somebody and we're on that same level, I don't think that that should make a difference based upon how you're going to treat me. I'm, I'm, I'm independent just like you. That, that is not the man. That's the woman. See, the woman controls all of this. Okay. The woman controls all of this, not the man, because we're going to follow your lead. Most men do. We follow your lead based on what you want. So if you require a certain thing, which I don't think is necessarily respect or disrespect, if you don't open the door or not open the door, but I think the way you've been raised and if you're raised in a certain generation and a certain culture, but but really generation, you're going to do a certain thing. So I'm talking in general about chivalry. I still open doors and I still do all of the same stuff because I do come from a certain generation where you did that thing and that's what you do. I'm talking about chivalry in general. This is why it's not what it was. Let me say this. I know, my, in my opinion, it's the man's responsibility to be chivalrous in this sense. And I guess, and I guess it's because of my upbringing and my spirituality and when, how I raise my kids. Um, it's, it's more of a courtesy for strangers. And it's, exactly. And, That's what and, I think. Right. And then, and then it's in, in relationships, um, it's, 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 it's almost like my opinion is it is on my boys to respect their woman, to take her out, to pay for her food, to open the door, and you, you practice with your mother how you treat her. Because it's amazing that a lot of boys, young boys, and I've seen this, that they'll treat their, their mothers a certain way and treat their girlfriends the exact same way. And if, you're, if the boy is spoiled, um, he won't be chivalrous because he takes the mother for granted. And then it spills over into the relationship with the girl. And it spills over into walking into a store and then letting the door slam and thinking it's funny, you know, to today's generation, uh, and not opening the door for them. Yeah, but I, I think we're kind of going too far on, on, on chivalry being respect and all of that stuff when that's not what it is. Because you can, you can open the doors and open the car doors and open the doors and get your ladies' bags and beat her up the next, the next minute. That's not respect. So that's not, that's not really say that it's a courteous thing. I think that is what it is. And I think it, it applies more to strangers because I think the definition changes a little bit in a relationship because it's kind of like you're taking care of your woman. But to a stranger, you're being courteous or chivalrous. Right, but it's funny. So it's not as, as deep because I would see it as, as, as me taking care of my woman. And again, because... I'm the man, the same as I would say, if I'm hungry, she's going to cook me some food because right. she's a woman. So to me, there's another side that we're not talking about that we got to we gotta well, take the benefit. Yeah. 
this is the benefit. It's, it's the benefit of being a woman that you get it treated and you can put a respect tag on it. But you get things because you're a woman and basically because you're a woman. <laughs> That's why you get it. What were you saying, Larry? Yeah. Chivalry is, is, and I guess this just comes down to, you know, perspective. I mean, this is you and I looking at the same abstract picture, um, seeing two different images. Now, um, I, I'm with you on a, on a good portion of, of what you said, but as far as, you know, chivalry, chivalry is, is much, much deeper uh, than what you're making it out to be. Chivalry is, is very deep. It's a very deep thing, especially if you're talking about, um, if you're talking about, you know, and since we are talking about making a comparison with, with man and woman, chivalry is, is major. I think, um, I mean, something is as innocent as opening the door for a, whether a person, whether you know them or not, whether it's male or female, it, it, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Um, um, holding uh, the umbrella uh, to prevent someone from getting wet for a little bit while you you get wet yourself, I would call that an act of chivalry. You know, chivalry is, is, is very deep. And when you when you start getting into the, the relationship aspect of it, I mean, the, the absence of chivalry itself it equates to 50 percent of the uh, of the United States divorce because it's not there, because it's absent. It's, no, it's, no, no, that's money. More, divorce is money. Depends on I didn't say what it was 100 percent. I said it equates to approximately 50 percent. You know why? Because, and this is my opinion, some of the some of the reasons that I think it, it, the, these relationships are failing as uh, one, the the male is not taking the initiative, and I and I'm not going to male bash. I'm just calling it as I see it. Males are not taking the initiative to do those little things. They're not leaving the little notes. They're not opening the doors. They're not they're not noticing subtle changes that a woman would make. I mean, these are all important things. So the women are filing for divorce because they're not getting it? No, I'm that. not saying women are filing for divorce. I'm saying relationships are failing as a result of the lack of chivalry. Right. And another, uh, big part, another big part of, of, of this whole picture is, believe it or not, this was covered on, um, it, well, it was talked about, but not covered in, in this same in, in this in this same topic. But when you talk about technology, technology has played a huge huge role in how men and women interact. I agree with I mean, that. How can you how can you exhibit any of these things? How can you exercise any of these things if you're basically getting to know a person, um, you know, from a photo. People spend well, too much is, time people spend too much time texting. You know well, what I mean? When you when you're doing all of these things you're you're getting away from actually taking a walk with a person, having a, a, a dinner with a person and actually Getting to know this person on a, on a deeper level, on a personal level. Next up is our motivational moment. I can't think of a better way to be able to wrap up the topic of chivalry than with this quote. Chivalry never died. The gentleman and most men did. Being male is a matter of birth. Being a man is a matter of age. But being a gentleman is a matter of choice. Gentle man. This is why I think that is going extinct. 
And all of this, as a matter of fact, all of the, the, the things you just said is contribute to why I think that it's going extinct because it's not prevalent, because it's not as needed, because we interact on the Internet and, and online. This is why Sherry is not what it was, which is normal. This is normal. This is the way it's going. This is why it's not where it is. Because it's not there, though, does not mean that it's not needed. Okay, but do we, we, we don't, we don't necessarily need it. We don't necessarily need it. Now, what, you're, you are really pressing on the fact that it's not needed. Do you, let me ask you this. And you're pressing, I think, from a man's point of view, because as a woman, I, I believe it is needed just from just personal experience. Like I would, I would definitely date a guy that's willing to be more sensitive to my needs, make me feel respected, do those little extra things more so than somebody that feels like because I am on the same level as them that I'm not going to, um, you know, they're not going to give me that, that respect. I personally look at it as respect. So I, I personally, as a woman, I believe that it is needed. Women are emotional creatures, so it definitely makes that makes the situation a little bit more better for the man. And what it means to me is that along with all of these changes that we as a society have, have undergone and are currently undergoing, it also tells me that this, like everything else, is a, pra- is a, is, is, is a practice that uh, is an education that has fallen by the wayside. This kind of thing was taught. It was taught. So if it's, if it's not being exhibited, if you can't see it on the street, you know, chances are, you know, it's be- it's not because it, it got lost and, and people are looking at it the way you're looking at it. It probably is because they weren't taught to do that. If you see people talk to people the way that people deal with, with, that we deal with one another, we handle one another and deal with one another based on how we were handled. So if this young man out there on the street is communicating with, uh, with uh, his counterpart, a, a female, in a way that rubs you the wrong way. The reason it rubs you the wrong way is because that's not how you were brought up. It's not how you were handled. To him, this is how it was handled. So my point is, you know, along with everything else that you're saying, in terms of why it's not needed, I say it's, you know, I agree with a portion of it, but I believe, I firmly believe, that, you know, this, like everything else, is a direct result of teaching. If, it, if it's not being taught person to person, generation to generation, yeah, it's going to get lost. But that doesn't mean that it's not needed. It just means that it got lost. Yeah, but why, why, why should it be taught? Because this, this is not on the, the, the man, like you say, for the man to, to, to do these things. And, and this is not because for every woman that you uh, would do something like that for, there's going to be a, a couple that say, I don't need that. So there's gonna be there's gonna be that. What I'm saying is that you you can't. To me, it's, it's kind of going both uh, one sided. It's kind of going one sided when it should be both. You kind of put it on the okay. man like he should be doing this thing for uh, for a woman when he can't do more than what the times allow for. Listen, we're, we're both making legitimate points, but I want to point out something very very important that you just touched on. This is not a, this is not a, a, a a man's responsibility. I know when people think about chivalry, they're thinking about this coming from the man's perspective because when you look at it from a historical aspect, that's kind of where where it went. This is once you look past the fact that it's changed twice since medieval times. It's changed twice. What this is is not both ways. This actually travels both ways. I mean, it's not it's not dictated by the man. It travels both ways. Women they give this to this good good women. They give this to. Uh, this kind of thing to us on a regular. Amen. But we just don't see it as chivalry. <laughs> I got an amen over yeah. here. Oh, man, that's a, that's a good woman. You right. know what I mean? Or, right. we ex- or we expect that. We look for it. Well, what you're saying, when, when someone 
to ask you, you know, what you look for in a woman, and you start giving the rundown of what you look for for a woman, you look at that as a whole, and it's probably going to equal chivalry. So they've been giving this to us. They just haven't been given given it, given that title. So all we're doing is returning the favor. I don't think, to me, when you're talking about, and we're talking about in a relationship, you're talking about taking care of your taking care of your woman. Not that the chivalry part, I think, is the little, is the courteous gesture that you do. Now, when you get in a relationship, you can lump that and say that I'm taking care of my woman, and that's a part of it. I think, Fred, you said it earlier. It, it's a courteous gesture, right. and that's what it is for the most part. Now, when I'm being chivalrous to my woman, I'm putting that in the group as me taking care of my woman, kind of like what you just said, Larry, that when she's taking care of you, that's being chivalrous. But when mm. in a relationship, it's just taking care of each other. But, but you, can I ask that's, you this question? What I'm mm. thinking is, it doesn't necessarily have to be a relationship. Like, if you're just dating somebody, I mean, dating somebody, does that mean you're mm-hmm. in a relationship? No, mm-hmm. right? So if I'm just dating someone, really, my expectation for Frida Camille is, I do expect you to open the car door for me. I do expect you to, to give me those courtesies. However, if, if we're not in a relationship and we're just going hanging out and going to the movies or we're going to dinner maybe once, twice a year because we're friends... I still have that expectation because of well, who I am. But free, listen to this. I think if I'm if I'm going on a date, if I'm going on a date and I'm going on a date, I'm taking care of her. That's my mindset. This is probably most guys, but me personally. And this whole thing, I'm not talking about me personally. I'm talking about chivalry in general. In general. And I'm talking about my personal thing because my personal thing goes along the lines of the generation or how I was. So I'm being devil's advocate to a certain degree, but I'm talking about it in general as to why we think it is what it is. So, if, But if I'm going on a date, to your point, Free, if I'm going on a date with you, the minute I say I'm going on a date with you, I'm taking care of you. Okay, go ahead, Free. So, so I'm just thinking that the mindset, it's a mindset, um, it's behavior, it's attitudes, it's actions, but it, I believe that it has to be something that has to be taught to be to to be explained to someone even if it's not said verbally it has to be an action that this young man over here is going to be show that type of courtesy to that young lady over there because he saw x y and z doing the same thing that's where i get like when i was giving the example about my son my son if he if we're going into the mall he's going to hold the door open not only for me but if there's women walking behind us he's not going to let that door fall on them yeah, and I think most guys do that. Most mm-hmm. guys do that no. because this is the way that you look. And this is this is why my original point was that chivalry is going extinct, but it's not dead. It's just going extinct. And it's going, and I, I use the word extinct specifically because this is the fear the animal will go extinct. It's because nature says so. That's why. It's not because somebody, well, in that aspect, you can kill it. But in that aspect, I think because it's going the way that society is going, the way the social part of society is going, it's going that way. So, you, you know why it's going that way? Go ahead, it's going that way. And it's just my opinion. It's going that way because, look at it this way, if something has been a certain way for a certain period of time, you can look at it your way and say, well, it's dying out. Or you could look at it as a as the the, the male or, or the woman in this case, just just saying, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and just float. I'm going to ride with this. 
because my expectation is not going to be met. So I'm just going to go ahead and follow, fall in with the rest of them and accept whatever I, whatever I, I, I can get. Now, you have certain women that aren't that way. They don't think that way. They have a specific uh, specifics that they look for in a male, and they don't settle. The problem is we have more women that are not that don't think that way than those that do. Right, right. Well, I tell you what, it's going to be a part two to this, and I'm hoping for the listeners that are out there to to really understand that. Um, where, however you grew up and whether it was explained to you or not and I thank you Larry I thank you Damon I thank you Free for coming on the show and talking about this because this is sometimes I mean yeah in, in some circles it is extinct uh, especially to the young people I don't think the young people really know what chivalry is today I mean I've seen boys calling the girls dogs and I've seen them like walking to a restaurant and they order first and it gets cold and they tell them to, we'll put your jacket on and I've seen them you know open your own car door so uh, to them it's foreign um, mm-hmm. to, it's, it's almost punkish it, uh, I was gonna say to, to them it's yeah, whack it's you know, whack in their mind so I, I can I, I thank you all for uh, being able to give us your feedback on this and your opinions and and strong opinions and this is what I'm talking about this is really really uh, good stuff um, educational on this aspect and then also whether it be a courtesy or whether it be you know you using your relationship um, chivalry is what you make of it I mean that's basically what it is if you hopefully we give you an idea also to the actual definition it's all about courtesy it's all about being respectful I, I believe maybe it's, it's a dying thing but I don't, I don't think that it is dead I think that you know if you have it in your lifestyle like Larry was mentioning and you define it based on your relationship then you can be chivalrous and courtesy in your relationship I think if you're a stranger as well yeah you can show chivalry by you know being courteous to people that you don't even know but I do um, believe that it's something that has not died and I believe that, you know, although it's not like it was 100 years ago, I think I think it's important um, whether it's needed or not. That's that's here or there. But I think it's important to at least have it because I think that people, you know, women and men both deserve it. Like like Damon was saying that and you guys were talking about, you know, women do it to men. Yeah, and don't even call it chivalry. I mean, they just called it, you know, being taking care of their man. Please and, know my man is going to be taken care of. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. Yeah. So I, I, but I'm, I'm, look, I'm definitely looking forward to having you guys back on the show. Um, and I want to thank you so much. This is going to be. I'm going to have to come back to a part two because I know the listeners are going to probably be like, "Yo, this was a good show tonight." So Larry and Damon, I want to just find out if you have anything in particular that you're, that you're working on that you like the, the audience to know about it personally or just one it's a couple last words for someone who's just met you tonight what would you what kind of advice would you give to them uh, well uh, first I'll give my my personal position on chivalry is that like I said before I come from a certain generation that was thought a certain thing so I open doors and and do all of anything you think is chivalrous I do that personally but in general I think that like most things, the times are different, so it's going to be different. So this is, I argue, the point. And like I said before in the beginning, I, that I'm wise, and Fred, you said it too, so I argue points. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not my, not necessarily my personal view. Makes so sense. this is, I'm arguing the point. That's good stuff, man. Um, and Larry, go ahead, because I said Larry first. Damn, you might not have heard that. What kind um, of advice would you give that one person, that whether he's a young guy, 18 years old, starting out, or someone who maybe used to be like that and kind of doesn't understand what it's about? Um, what, you know, what kind of advice would you give you? What would you give them on that point? Well, you know, believe it or not, 
Um, I, you know, I, I, I would agree with, um, with, with, Dame, with Dame on this one. I think that, um, you know, during the call, you know, our listeners are going to be surprised. What? They're in agreement? What's going on? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I, 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 I agree with, uh, you know, some big points that he, that he made. I, I definitely agree with uh, my sister Free. And obviously, I agree with some big points that I made. But I think ultimately, um, what you said, Fred, makes you know makes the most sense to me. I mean, it is what you make of it. Um, it I do view it as a lost art, and I'm hoping that um, you know, though it may or may not be dying, it is something that we can figure out how to recapture. It is definitely what you make of it. Excellent, excellent, free. As a woman, I just think that, well, yes, I feel that it's very important to be to be made to feel respected, to be made to be uh, feel important, and to be made to be felt like you're loved. Like, I, I just think that, I like how Larry said it's a lost art. Like, you have to be more creative in relationships, um, whether dating to to like really keep that spark there or to capture somebody's eye don't just open a car door to impress me and then when it's all said and done you really wasn't planning on doing that forever anyway but i just think that it, it is something that is very important for again i say women are we are emotional creatures and that's the way we were designed and created so do what you need to do to make her feel loved wanted and respected and teach you know, we got to educate those coming be coming after us because that's the way it's going to go extinct because we're not teaching anyone. So I'm going to teach my sons, continue to teach my daughter and continue to uh, teach, you know, all those that I come in contact with that it, to let them know it's important. Thank you so much. I appreciate all of you, all my co-hosts tonight. Larry Daniels, Damon Adams, and Frida Camille. I just want to thank all the listeners for tuning in with us right now tonight on Steel22Live.tv. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. We strive to continue to add value to the lives of all of our listeners, and we appreciate you for giving us time out of your day. Don't forget, you can check out all the show notes of all the information and the resource links on our website, as well as subscribe to our newsletter, and you can send us your questions comments to damon <laughs> uh, larry or free uh and birthday shout outs and also um any suggestions to studio 22 live.tv that's s-t-u-d-e-o 22 live.tv i'm your host fred Fitzgerald, and we thank you for joining us tonight until next week we'll be back with a very very special guest we're going to be dealing with the crisis of the young males that are being put in jail. And we got an author going to be coming on next week, and it's going to be a powerful, powerful show. And you're going to be looking forward to that. Thank you for tuning in to Studio22Live.tv. Always positive and always on. Studio22Live.tv. Studio